Hello, everybody. This is Kurt Schlicker for the Unredacted Podcast here on Town Hall VIP. Welcome to my mind. Because for the next uh, next few minutes, I'm just going to kind of sound off about various things that are going on. You know what's going on right now? I'm feeling kind of nauseous. Now, now, look, you may be going, well, Kurt, our country is collapsing. America's respect on the world is falling apart. You got grown people walking around with diapers around their face, even though they don't have to be. Of course, you're a bit queasy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna write today. I was gonna sit down. I mean, I wrote a column, but I mean, I was gonna sit down. I was gonna write more of Kelly Turnbull number six, the split. Uh, got a great action set piece. It's in Boston, and uh, there's there's great stuff ahoy. And, uh, uh, and then I, I go out, I do a little exercise, I come back and I want to projectile vomit. And I don't know what's going on. Kurt, were you drinking? I was not drinking. Okay. That's just stop it. All right. Stop it. I know it's five o'clock somewhere, but not here. Could it be my vaccine? Cause I had a vaccine. I got the vaccine like a week ago. And I felt kind of gross. I got like a week ago Thursday, and today is Saturday, so it's been like nine days. And who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe that's it, or maybe it's just a random bug. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just not saying it's a giant conspiracy, but guys, it's obviously a giant conspiracy. Now, uh, as you know, I have grown a tail, a prehensile one, because of the uh, the, the vaccines, but. You know, that's cool because I can have three beers at one time. I can triple brew it, which is good. See, are you sure you're not drinking? For I'm positive I'm not drinking. I got a bottle of San Pellegrino here. That's about it. Okay? I'm not drinking. I'm not. Jeez. Are you sure? Yes! I'm positive I'm not drinking. So anyway, now that I've updated you on the state of my stomach, which is tumultuous, Let's get to some interesting stuff that's going on. Uh, the first thing is, are they aliens? See, there's uh, the military is finally responding to all this stuff that's coming out about, you know, pilots are seeing weird things in the sky, and they are defying gravity. And they're, they're like these little bodies. They don't seem to have uh, exhaust. And then they go really fast, and then they go at really weird angles, and they sort of defy the law of physics. And people are wondering, okay, are they aliens? <coughs> Excuse me, they could be aliens. I mean, that's <coughs> in the realm of possibility. Or they could be enemy drones of some sort. That's right, enemy drones. And these things, these things are always seen out in training areas, you know, off the Pacific coast, because our Navy goes and trains out in the ocean off California. And kind of off Virginia and North Carolina, they, they go and train out there. And that's where they tend to see these things, which kind of leads me to believe. And I do not know any of this, okay? <clears throat> Dang, I'm coughing. I got nausea. I'm coughing. What the heck is going on here? All right. Um, these things always seem to happen in these training areas. These areas blocked off from other air traffic where fighters can go out and do their fighter stuff. And it always seems to be there, which kind of leads me to believe. And again, I have no knowledge of this. I wasn't in the Air Force, certainly not the Space Force. It didn't even exist when I was in. I have no knowledge of any of this stuff. But I'm putting two, two together. And I think it's a lot more likely that some of our weird stuff, weird secret squirrel stuff, 
than it is the Chinese coming and testing it, you know, off the coast of California. Yeah. <sighs> Comrade, let's fly our, fly our aircraft over Catalina Island. Arr! And all the secret bases and stuff there. No, I don't think that's likely. Okay. Remember, Area 51's in Nevada. Nevada's not that far from Southern California. You drive down there, and they've been doing that for years, by the way. That's what they did with the stealth bomber, with the B2, uh, stealth fighter, the B-2. Uh, they made them, they tested them, you know, off and out in the, over the ocean. Okay, I mean, enemy stuff? I guess it could be, but why would they have them there? Aliens? I guess it could be aliens. But, you know, it's probably not aliens, okay? I mean, why would an alien come here? Right? This planet has Taylor Swift. I wouldn't come here. I don't even want to be here. Why would an alien do it? No. It's probably some sort of uh, vehicles being tested by the U.S. military. Which makes me feel good. Because I'm, uh, I, I have a lot of concerns about the state of the military right now. Uh, you may have heard my stream of consciousness, which is my little uh, five, six minute uh, video extravaganza I'm doing every Thursday for you guys here on Town Hall VIP. And I talked about the little Disney cartoon where instead of Ariel being the little mermaid, it became Airborne, uh, the little soldier girl. And it's all in like this like cutesy Disney-esque uh, cartoony stuff about validating it's in like a competition with the CIA ads to make the most humiliating national security promotions possible. Hi, I'm a transgendered person of power, and I identify as an other kin and a furry. And I have found that the CIA, my bizarre delusions, are embraced and celebrated instead of, like, people politely going, hey, whatever. And, uh, oh yeah, national security, that's kind of a sidebar. But I'm validating myself, you know, oh my gosh. So that, that is why that, that whole mindset where you have a bunch of generals going, this seems, this seems like a pretty good idea. Let's do this. Let's, uh, let's have like, uh, a Cinderella-esque ad to get people who would be appealed to by a Cinderella-esque ad. You know, Russians, they're doing ads where guys are butch and they're shooting things and crawling over obstacles and being tough. And we have a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, gender studies majors from Gumbo State. Yeah, that's the demographic we're appealing to. I don't think so. I think that's a bad idea. But the fact or the speculation, because, again, we don't know, they could be aliens. Uh, the fact that we've got some sort of high-tech stuff. It seems to defy the laws of physics. Um, that makes me feel a little better. It uh, also makes me feel a little better that apparently uh, we are deploying uh, hypersonic missiles with a 1,200-mile range, land-launched. Finally, uh, something that can put the threat back on the Chinese. Because the Chinese aren't playing. Our guys, our guys are playing. Our guys are playing at Army. And unsuccessfully, since we haven't won a war in 20 years... Uh, the Chinese are not playing. They are serious about projecting power out into the South China Sea, which is half as big as the United States. Okay, so it's not like a little backwater. And a ton of commerce goes through there. It's very important. 
and we can't just give it over to the damn Chicoms. But they're serious about it. They, hit, You know, they got more ships than we do. The Chinese, they got more ships. Now, we have some advantages-ish. For instance, the Chinese don't have a great military history. The Vietnamese kicked their ass like 40 years ago. They tried to invade northern Vietnam, and the Vietnamese kicked their butts. Um, they, I mean, they just don't have a history. Now, I don't want to overrate history, because, you know, America has a, a huge military legacy, uh, particularly a naval legacy, in the Pacific. A lot of it stems from World War II, where our, our forces did amazing things. And we have a lot of that, that legacy, and it's very important. It, 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 you hand down training, you hand down experience, you hand down organization, you hand down how to do things. That shouldn't be underrated. It shouldn't also not be overrated. Now, the Chinese don't have that. They're still trying to figure out how you use an aircraft carrier. Okay? It's not simply, you sail it here, launch the plane, it's done. No, it's, it takes some finesse to uh, deploy and employ them. I'm just wondering how much we have left. I mean, are we still running on the fumes from World War II? Is that is that what our guys are doing? I mean, are are our people living off the ghost of the past, essentially? Feeding off the corpse of a great American military. Because if you remember last time we checked in, the Navy was crashing ships into other ships in the Western Pacific. Now, I was an infantry guy, so I'm not an expert on like Navy stuff, right? Not not like a ship captain guy, but I I think when you have people crashing a ship into another ship and then doing it again, that's a trend, and it's not a good one. But of course, as we know, the Navy is now very very woke. Uh, it's got its you know transgender issues training down. I'm just saying perhaps they ought to you know somehow kind of wedge in there a little bit of training on how not to crash their ships into other ships. Look, I don't want to tell these guys their jobs, right? I you know I don't want to be the Monday morning quarterback, but I think that would be important. Uh, I do like the idea that maybe we have some sort of like technical technological edge that the Chinese don't know about. But let's face facts. The damn Chinese know about it. Chinese probably have all the stuff. Okay? This is, uh, uh, you know, we are not a security conscious place. They are stealing our intellectual property left and right. Fortunately, they don't do it as well. Like the uh, Sinopharm vaccine, the Chinese vaccine, right, in the Seychelles. 62% of people in the Seychelles have got the Chinese vaccine. Uh, they're having, like, a COVID surge. Because it doesn't work as well. They steal things, but they're not quite as good. Which I guess is lucky for us. But I'm thinking if we've got these secret squirrel projects, I'm thinking the Chinese are probably all in on it. Because, you know, there's a lot of political correctness. People don't want to go, you know, you came from China. You go back to China all the time. You're working in this black project. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're giving stuff to the Chinese. No, you're racist. No. Oh! I'm going to have my daughter talk to her boyfriend, Eric Swalwell, also known as Toots. And you're going to, you're racist. No. See, that's because Eric Swalwell was banging a Chinese spy who was a girl. Now, I don't want to misgender anybody or make assumptions about, uh, you know, 
Swalwell's identity. Is he cisgender? I don't know. I don't care. I just know he's flatulent and a fool. So anyway, so you, you know, I, I would think that whatever we've discovered has probably been stolen. Yeah, it's interesting. I live in the South Bay of Los Angeles. And one of the one of the places there called uh, Redondo Beach and El, El Segundo, uh, they are packed. There's actually an Air Force base with no landing fields. The only big Air Force base with no landing field called Los Angeles Air Force Base. It's in El Segundo. That's where they have like Missile Command and Space Command, all these other things. So a lot of people around who live here are like in the Air Force or Space Force. And they've got all these contractors, TRW, Redon, uh, TRW is a big one, Grumman, you know, Boeing, all these, all these companies. So I, I kind of live in the area that is probably a giant hotbed of spying, but I never see any spies get arrested. They have to, they have to be targeting this area. You know, when I'm driving over to the Trader Joe's, you know, I'm probably passing Russian and Chinese spies, which is kind of weird. Because you know there's a McDonald's on the corner and stuff, and we think, huh, what a what an odd uh, what an odd turn of events, you know. So, uh, anywho, I, I just don't think we take it seriously. And but well, fortunately, we can expect the uh, uh, Asterisk Administration to take that stuff seriously, you know, to protect our secrets, our our UFOs and things, because of course there's no one more serious than the Biden administration. Uh, as they have proven with their reaction uh, to the Israelis fighting back when a bunch of idiots fire missiles at them. Now, my thought about when idiots fire missiles at you is you kill them all. Okay? The, the people who fire them, you don't kill everybody. You just kill the bad people. Kill the terrorists. And uh, that's what Israel... Is kind of doing, but it's very nice about it. You know, it's like, ah, oh, we're going to warn them, we're going to block down a building, but, you know, we're not going to, we're going to be like, you know, hey, F around and find out, buddy. But, you know, the Israelis, look, I'm not going to tell the Israelis how to do their job, right? Okay. Uh, and Biden shouldn't either. But, you know, they, 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 Israelis take down this building, call, they warn, they say, get out of this building. It's a Hamas headquarters. And the Associated Press and Al Jazeera are also in the building. So they call, they get everybody out of the building, then they knock the building down. And it's pretty amazing how effectively they do it. They fire like two missiles, the whole thing collapses. Either, either they're very, very good, or, you know, Gazan building codes are just not cutting it, which I think is probably a combination of the two. But in any case, uh, Biden comes back and uh, his administration is like, we're very concerned about attacks on the media. Well, I've got a solution because I'm a problem solver and it's innovative, but I want you to sit back and just kind of just open your, keep an open mind about this. All right. Perhaps media outlets shouldn't be, you know, in like a giant frat house with a bunch of terrorists while participating actively in the terrorists' information warfare campaign. Just a thought. I'm throwing it out there. I'm running it up the flagpole, seeing who will salute. Okay? I, I just, I, yeah, there's an idea. But so typical of, I, I'm, <coughs> excuse me, I'm, I'm registering a concern over 
over attacks on the media. And it's like, <clears throat> as you and you can go read my town hall today because I go into more detail on that. But the thing is, you know, registering my concern, I, I, I literally don't have any because I, I don't care what the Israelis or anyone else does to the media because I have, like you, I only have a limited amount of caring. There is a finite amount of caring in the universe uh, which I can care. Is that the verb? I guess it is. You know, I can only care so much, you know, and after that it just stops. And I'm going to spend that caring on things that relate to people and groups and institutions that don't hate my freaking guts. Okay? So, the media, which hates my freaking guts and your freaking guts, will receive no caring when bad things happen to them. And I, I do admit, you know, Don Lemon seemed to have lost his show. Maybe he's got another show. I don't know. I laughed. Oh, gosh. I'll tell you the Don Lemon story in a minute. You know, these media outlets, they start going belly up, and they're going bankrupt. And I laugh. And then we hear that, you know, Vox has had to lay off 40% of its writers. And I, and I, and I laugh. Because I, I want bad things to happen to people who hate me. Because they hate me. Now, I didn't start this. I, I was one of those suckers who used to think, a strong media is important to a democratic republic. Well, I guess in theory, that's a nice cliche. But A, you know, assumes we have a democratic republic. And B, assumes this media is that. Okay, this media is not that. This media is, are not a bunch of crusading you know, Woodwards and Birdsteins out there to blow the lid off corruption. They are, are toe-licking, slobbering jackals licensed and registered by the regime and fully engaged in supporting its narrative. They lie all the time. They hate us. And I, I they get no caring. They get none. I, I celebrate their pain. Never help the media. If they call you and ask for a, uh, a story, which happens to me occasionally, I will not talk to them. They don't get to talk to me. The, the cool media does. You know, uh, cool conservative media. Uh, none of the They get nothing from me. Uh, I don't buy it. I don't watch it. Okay? They get no support. And I mock them because they have this pretentious view of themselves as these noble truth-tellers, and we're, we're doing an important job for democracy. No, you suck. You suck. You are you are the opposite of doing the, an important job for democracy. You're, you're trash. No one will ever love you, and I want you to never speak to me again. Media. Just, just be gone. Uh, your pain fuels and feeds me. So that's kind of where I'm at. I think you're probably like that. You know, we've got the, the, the media polls very poorly. It's, uh, you know, right down there with uh, uh, pedophiles and uh, uh, songs by Nickelback. So, you know, <laughs> best of rage of them. <laughs> hey, I got a new single. It's called Best of Rage from the Machine or of the Machine against the Machine. Some machine. Someone's raging. Actually, it wouldn't even be a single. 
it would just be like air because Rage Against the Machine is the worst freaking band ever. Now, to the Don Lemon story, and I've told it before, but I'm going to tell it again because, uh, you know, Don Lemon announced that he was no longer having his show as it were, or maybe he's got a different show or something. Nobody's watching. It doesn't matter. You know, if you're getting like 700,000 viewers, that means that only one in like 450 Americans is watching you. One in 450. In comparison, this this network, which is getting like 700,000 viewers in its ratings, it has 700,000. I I have over 300,000 followers. If you want half the ratings of CNN, you can get on my Twitter feed. I will retweet you. You will have the reach, about 50% of the reach of Don Lemon, and you don't have to listen to a bunch of communists. So there you go. That's, That's great. Um, so anyway, the airline passenger network, uh, used to have me on all the time and I would have to drive to Hollywood. Now, you know, like I said, I live in the South Bay. That's like an hour and a half. So I'm going an hour and a half. I spend about an hour in a studio, hour and a half, about three hours. It's half a day. Okay. I'm a lawyer. That's a lot of money, but I would do it. I'd go and do it. You know, they were usually polite to me and they liked me because at the time I was, uh, Trump questioning. I was never, never Trump. I was always never uh, Jeb, exclamation point. Just like I'm never Nikki, exclamation point. But uh, I was articulate, and they, 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 they thought, oh, well, here's a conservative who kind of agrees with us. But at that time, they'd actually have conservatives who like Trump, too. This is 2015. And uh, I go, uh, it's December 22nd, 2015. How do I know? Because it's two days before my birthday, right? My birthday's day before Christmas. And uh, I go uh, uh, to my office, and I get a call, and they say, hey, you, you, can you do a hit? I say, I can't do a hit. I can't drive up there. It's three hours. They say, do it from Skype from your office. I say, okay. Now, I got a jacket and tie hanging there, right, in my office. Now, I can be wearing cargo shorts, which I typically wear with flip flops, and I can have a shirt and tie on. So I get that. I set the, uh, I set the, the Skype thing up. And it's Don Lemon. I hadn't been on with Don Lemon before. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what the topic is, but I, look, I'm a pro. I don't need to know what the topic is. I have, you, you, have a pro, you, you have a statement, I've got an opinion. Okay? That's what pundits do. I wonder where the word pundit came from. Anyway, we're not going down that tangent. So, we're on, and there's a very nice lady who really likes Trump. And there's Don Lemon, and there's me. And Don does Kurt. Today, if you can believe it, this is this is awful. I can't believe the I can't believe the lack of dignity, the coarseness, the vulgarity. Donald Trump uh, referred to Hillary Clinton and said she got schlonged in two thousand and eight uh, in the primary by Obama. What do you think? And I'm like, uh, I I don't care. He goes, what? I mean, isn't this the worst thing? I said the word schlong, and I'm thinking. And I'm thinking, did I hear him right? I'm supposed to react to a minor Yiddish vulgarity? And, look, again, I was not a a Trump supporter at the time. I I eventually became one because he earned it. But, on the other hand, what the hell? And I'm thinking, 
okay. Um, I, I, I just don't care, Don. I, I don't care. You would have to get Stephen Hawking to go and calculate a number small enough to represent the amount I care about this use of a minor Yiddish vulgarity. I mean, he's like, well, how can you judge the dignity of the office? The dignity, it's the mean tweets! And I said, well, it's kind of hard for me to, you know, get really upset about Donald Trump when you have a woman who excused the, you know, fact that her husband, the president, used an intern as a humidor. He's like, why you, you can't say that. You can't, I won't let you, you can't say that about Hillary Clinton. I'm like, no, no, Hillary Clinton enabled the sexual abuse of, you know, interns at the office. And I, I, I think that's much worse than this. Uh, he, he, and I, I said the humidor thing again. You can't say that. That's not, and I said, well, I, I, I'm going to say it. And I kept talking and suddenly, you know, the screen goes blank. And I go, huh, I guess we, I guess I lost uh, my Skype. And I get a producer, comes on, I goes, uh, thank you, you're clear, click. And I was like, huh. Because usually they're like, oh, Kurt, you were fantastic. Come on again. We'll see you soon. Bye. Nope, not this time. And I was like, huh, well, that was weird. Well, whatever. And I start doing work and my phone explodes. My phone, ding, ding, ding. And I'm getting like Twitter things. Because he cut me off. And he cut me off. He canceled my mic, the little weasel. Don Lemon cut me off because I was, you know, disrespecting the precious Polonia Millhouse band pantsuit. And, uh, you know, I got like 2,000 followers. I got lots of write-ups. You know, it was like Vox is going, right-wing lunatic cut off by Don Lemon, thank goodness. And it's like, I, you know, again, one of my favorite things about our garbage media is the way they absolutely support censorship. You know, they, 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 they actually, they, the biggest audience for censorship in America is the mainstream media. But anyway, uh, so you cut me off. It's there on YouTube. You can go find it. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, and I, I was thinking of that, uh, you know, as Don Lemon uh, moves on to whatever other job he's going to do whether you know he's got to get you know a gig at the local jack-in-the-box uh you know slinging jumbo jacks or whether he's going to uh torment airline travelers in a different uh show on uh cnn uh, don't know uh, don't care just uh because i because i don't watch it which makes me a conformist because no one watches it Anyway, so that's kind of where we're at. Um, it's been twenty wow, twenty seven minutes. You're getting a lot of value, folks. You're getting you're getting the full ride with Kurt. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and follow me on Twitter at Kurt Schlichter. I want you to go to my on locals community where you got people posting all sorts of stuff. So not just me, but you get you get all my stuff, and then you get a, a morning report, and you get my insights and you get other people posting stuff it's obvious it's real interesting so get on there become a member of that uh read my town halls every monday wednesday that's for vips and thursday on fridays you get my stream of consciousness because you're a vip yay and uh 
you're going to want to get my books, which because I was nauseous, I didn't write any more of the split today. I'm shooting to get out at the end of June. Fingers crossed. Hopefully I won't projectile vomit. We'll see how that goes. But get the other ones. You know, People's Republic, Indian Country, Wildfire, Collapse, and Crisis, which are a lot of fun. And they are available on Amazon, and you should go get them because they're cool. And uh, they talk about America falling apart and people with guns and mocking liberals. It's got everything. It's got some for everything. It's got some for the kids. It's got some for the kids. So that's my uh, that's my uh, uh, podcast for this week. I hope you guys have enjoyed it, and I will uh, see you next time right here on Town Hall VIP.